Thank you for joining me today. This has been Style with Roses with Rose CBC. Join me again next Friday at 12:10. Remember, bud, blossom, flourish, flourish. It's Friday. It always feels good to be back. How are you doing this Friday? Some of you are probably already in the lunchtime drive traffic. Some of you are so excited about it becoming the end of the week and you're looking forward to the weekend. Hey, the weather is changing. It's starting to get a little bit nippy. Days are going by so quickly and the nights are long. You sleep for a long time and you wake up and it's only 2 a.m. I don't know if that's just me, but that's just what it feels like. So, what do I want to talk to you about today? How do I feel like the respiration should flow? This whole week has been kind of reflective. The last 2 weeks, let me just say, very reflective with the big news that happened in Africa with the passing of Winnie Mandela. Yes, we may look at it that this is just something that happened in South Africa and maybe we are not affected, but we are affected because the shift that happened in South Africa all those years had a large bearing in the African continent as well as the whole. But I'm not here to talk about politics. The one thing that touched my heart as I was listening to all the proceedings around Winnie Mandela's funeral, the quotes, the speeches, everything else, something stands out. And this is something that you and I talk about every time when we are sharing some respiration. So, Winnie Mandela was described as not having passed away, but that she is a queen, like a red flower that has multiplied because of the legacy that she's left behind. It got me thinking, hmm, Many times we do talk about legacy. Many times we talk about the multiplying effect. And of course, when I put it into the anatomy language that we always try to dissect every time is when I think of the rose bush and the rose flower and what happens during the pollination process. The pollination process allows for the multiplication process to appear. Sounds like I'm saying process a lot now. Rose, get it together, get to the point. The point I'm trying to make is how are you multiplying in your life? How are you spreading yourself by the things that you do, the people that you impact, the people that you inspire, the people whose lives you're changing but and leaving a memorable legacy? So when we think about Winnie Mandela, we're looking at one huge legacy that continues to to live on with the tagline rest in power. What is the power that you're holding in your life is my challenge to you today. How are you multiplying that power? Each one of us is born with something unique and something special that we have to give other people. When she was young, she got married when she was 22. She had no idea. And listen, she says something like, "I'm the most unmarried woman that you'd ever known." She was taken in the middle of the night from two young children, and yet all that anger and all that bitterness has translated into a powerful global legacy that we have all been inspired to learn from. She fought for a cause. She stood for something. What do you stand for? what are you fighting for and that's what we need to ask ourselves as a rose that is multiplying that has been pollinated by the different 
aspects of life that have come my way. The bees come in different ways. The bees could be your job. The bees could be your business. You're a mother. You're a wife. You're a husband. You're a brother. You're a friend. There's so many different roles that you play. How are you multiplying in those roles? The different ways of multiplying is not so much that you have to give financial assistance or you have to give uh, knowledge. It could be that you just need to spend some time with somebody else. Imagine what it feels like. All these things that have been said after she has passed on. Imagine what it would have been like if she had been told all these things when she was alive. Wouldn't you like to know how you've changed someone's life while you are alive? Because that is what even energizes you and gives you the enthusiasm and the excitement to do more. So many times we lack appreciation for who we are and what we can do. So even a rose, when a rose is blooming or blossoming and flourishing in a rose bush, you know that there are moments in season where if it's not that season for you to blossom or to bloom, the winter comes, that rose will start withering away, that rose will pass away, and sometimes the rose will die. But from that same stem is going to come new bloom, new roses, new blossoming, new flourishing. Where is that going to come from? It comes from the multiplying effect of what you leave behind. So sometimes you may not live to see the work that you have done so hard on the ground, all the seeds that you have planted that should speak for who you are when you're alive, but the time comes when you've passed on that if you have multiplied so well, your legacy will live on. Your stories will continue to be told. Your stories will continue to live on through other people. This is what we should all aspire to do. Because even God himself, when he created us, he said to us, go forth and multiply. He didn't mean it like literally in terms of physical children. Your multiplying power comes from the work of your hands. The multiplying power comes from how you use your heart, the kindness that you extend towards other people, the ideas that you have in your brains, the creativity and innovative power that you use to impact the current or the next generation. So again, my challenge remains, what are you doing to multiply yourself? What are you doing to leave a legacy behind that will outlive you? That aspiration is so, so key because as a rose, when you transform and impact lives, you imagine yourself giving a bunch of flowers or a rose to someone. When you give it to someone, it's still fresh. And somebody's very excited. They'll keep it for a week or two weeks, depending on the quality of the rose that they've received. It's going to live on in the vase. Sometimes you even leave it out to dry. That's what you should actually also do in your, in your current life, where you say, you know what? I'm going to give of myself while I've still got the strength. I'm going to give of myself while I've still got fresh ideas that are going through my mind. I'm going to give of myself while I'm still energetic, while I'm still raring to go, while I've still got the stamina to be able to do what I need to do. If your legacy is about talking, by all means, find any platform that you, 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 can, you can access and talk. And when you talk, be sure that whatever it is that you're imparting through your speech, through your gift of talking, is impacting lives that will live on well after you've gone. It is something that will establish a rosebush that will outlive you long after you're not there because that is the reality. One of the sure things we know is there will come a time when we reach the end of our lives. The most important thing is not us dying. It is us transitioning into 
another space that is unknown to us. But what we do know for sure is while we've been alive, whether you've got physical children or not, you do have a responsibility of the people that are around you, your friends, your family, your community, and the world at large. Because right now we're all sitting in one big rose bush. There's no demarcations. We are one and the same. And that's why I started off with sharing about Winnie Mandela's funeral, because that is something that just hits close to home. It gives you a sense of sadness, but a sense of victory. Imagine when your time comes, somebody says, rest in power. That resting in power is not so much that you are so powerful or aggressive or you broke down so many barriers. The power is that the fact that even after you're physically gone, your legacy lives on and a good legacy, a legacy where people will be able to celebrate you, where people will be able to want to have things named after you. I mean, there's a call for the airport to be named after Winnie Mandela. What is it that your name will be remembered to, remembered for? What is it that your rose will have touched or pollinated or multiplied that you are going to put into place in order for somebody else's life to be better? One mandate that we have in life is that our lives are for making somebody else's life better. And that's why whenever you look at your life, always Position yourself in such a way that you are changing someone's, someone else's life. You are meeting a need. You are making somebody else smile. It's the random acts of kindness. Those are the fruits of the spirit that we hear about. It's love. It's, you know, it's, it's giving to other people. It's being there. It's gratitude, appreciation, and all those beautiful parts of the rose that make you alive even after your physical being is no longer there. So today, I just want to encourage you. Today, I just want to say to yourself, even though the time will come that I will not have the strength, I will not have the energy, and I will probably reach the end of my physical life, I want to be sure that I am remembered for how I budded, how I blossomed, and how I flourished. So if you haven't done that already, take this as your call to action today and say to yourself, I am going to stand for something so that when my time comes to rest in power, I live on. And that is all I had for you today. I hope you have been inspired and you will keep on standing up and making sure that your bud blossom and flourish. Until next Friday, this is Rose CBC. Chat to you soon. Thank you for joining me today. This has been Style with Roses with Rose CBC. Join me again next Friday at 12:10. Remember, bud, blossom, flourish, flourish. flourish.